This is Dave Chang. And Chris Ying. We are the hosts of Recipe Club. You may have listened to it before, but we are now back on the air, new and improved, with the same hosts that lose every week. I still don't know what the rules are because they've changed as well. Chris, can you give a quick rundown? Every week, we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. We take a user, listener, submitted recipe, and we all cook it with our friends, Priya Krishna, Rachel Kong, Brian Ford, and John DeBerry. And then we talk about what went right and what went wrong. No, I actually really don't want to do this podcast. (laughs) And they are hardly our friends. They are enemies. They are enemies. It's Dave's civil disobedience. If you want to see Dave Chang in an act of civil disobedience, tune into Recipe Club where he will not follow the recipe. I'm contractually obligated (laughs) to make this podcast. (laughs) But I'm here to have a good time. So listen to Recipe Club every week on the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new pure leaf blackberry iced tea that we have here at the Spotify studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a very delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new pure leaf blackberry iced tea. Visit amazon.com slash pure leaf and enter 20 pure leaf. That's 20 pure leaf for 20% off your purchase of new pure leaf Blackberry iced tea. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea that we have here at the Spotify studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a very delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf. That's 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Hey guys, it's Dave Chang here. You have a moit today and I just want to give you fair warning. I fucked up the audio. I don't know what I did, but everyone's mad at me. So I'm just going to get, you know, yelled at. So I'm just letting you know that if you're going to give us nothing but five stars, don't do it because this is the episode that I fucked up. I don't know what happened. I must have knocked out my microphone hook or cord or whatever it is. I think the evidence points that it's nobody's fault but my own. So uh, if you're listening and you're like, why does Dave's fucking recording suck? Well, now you know. So apologies. I will try not to make these mistakes. And uh, I'll let you guys get into our moif today. Podcast Network presented by Major Domo Media. Thank you, Yola Tango, as always. Um, we have a moif, good old moif. I feel like um, we did a moif last go around and it might have been the most Eeyore saddest, depressing thing we've ever recorded because <laughs> my body's in so much pain right now. Eardrum update? How's, <sighs> how's your punctured eardrum? Still bleeding. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. My neck. Yeah, it's good. Falling apart. <laughs> The ear is one of the top five bodily holes that I don't want to bleed from. <laughs> what? Okay. You know, uh, here's a quick story. When I lived in Japan, like my, after I had almost cut off my fingertip and <laughs> we're off to a rollicking what? start again, <laughs> which I didn't go to this emergency room for because I should have a couple weeks later, I went to the hospital emergency room because a bug had crawled into my ear. No, 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 no. I can't listen to this. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was pretty, it was a pretty terrifying thing to get that extracted out. Oh my God. They pulled it out of your ear. Yeah. You know, that scene in, um, total recall with Schwarzenegger where they take the fucking, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. The beacon out of his nose. That's sort of what it felt oh like. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my Welcome God. Welcome to the Dave Chang show. Where we, uh, <laughs> oh my God. I hate that so much. I had blocked that out until I, I uh, for, for many years until I remember that actually did happen. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's just, that's f- super disturbing. But I mean, I don't feel like that last moif was all just sad, sad stuff. We got into some, we got into some rollicking discussion around chain restaurants. I feel like you, uh, you immediately started regretting your chain restaurant draft picks, though. Yeah, because I guess I was blasting Elliot Smith so loudly I couldn't <laughs> remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I wanted to look at something as we were, I wanted to go back to what we were talking about with the drafts because I had this very real life experience. Um, you know, we've been, we've been renting this sort of temporary studio space, uh, in LA to be, to be doing our recipes and cooking and making some videos for things that are uh, forthcoming. And, uh, I'm, I'm the only one who's like using this apartment really to, to, to stay when I come down to LA. So I'm, I'm, I'm living where we're working and we've got like a bunch of snacks in the house. We've got all sorts of little random things. Uh, one of which is kind of an assorted bag of candy. And I, I really enjoyed watching this mixed bag of candy slowly disappear. And the most recent time I was down there, I noticed that there were two candies that nobody had touched at all. And uh, <laughs> I, I can also tell you that when Dave came to the studio, the first thing he did was <laughs> remove all the Twix from this mixed bag of candy. <laughs> but can you guys guess what the last two candies remaining in this mixed bag were? Wait, what was in the mixed bag, though? Like, what What are the options? Well, there, I don't remember. Only one. You, don't, you don't have to explain. I, I, there's only one that I know for certain. <laughs> what was What so was the one you... It's like, what are the ways that the world could end? They're <laughs> all, you know, nuclear holocaust, comet, you know, carbon, carbon emissions. There's only so many. Right. And there's only so many horrible, horrible candies. Horrible. Chocolates. Okay. Three Musketeers were one of them. <laughs> there were there were oh, no three Musketeers in this bag. There were no three Musketeers in this oh, bag. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Then I, was it then like I, a, then, then what's what's the point of even talking about this? Okay. It was. Was well, it like a milky it was, way? It was remarkable that this whole bag. I think it had Twix. It had M and M's. It had peanut M and M's. It had Snickers, and I think it had Reese's. Oh. I think that was a lot. Well, there one. were no almond joys in there either. There was so. nothing like that. There was nothing terrible, but. There were nobody had ever nobody had touched a single bag of regular M and M's, which mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. Makes sense. The worst is that garbage. But Noel, one of your top picks, the old Snickers bar. Nobody wanted a goddamn Snickers. Really? Nobody wanted. Snickers. I realized I never, I never saw this bag outside of the day that Dave took all of the Twix. Otherwise, I, I would have eaten the Snickers. <laughs> I was just trying to measure if the left and right Twix were actually left and right. That's what I was he came to in and out. announced, "I am mm -hmm. taking all of the Twix." <laughs> no, he didn't even do that. He just went straight in the bag. <laughs> I'm taking them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Twix are the best, but I feel like maybe Snickers might be super overrated. Uh, Ugh. Also yeah, interesting to me that nobody touched the bag of veggie straws. Where are you on veggie straws, Noel? Oh, I don't even think I've eaten veggie straws. They look too healthy for me. They're not. They're basically bad, bad versions of those jagaby potato oh. crisps. Oh, they're worse versions or are they the same? Because that's actually interesting. Like if they were the same, then it all just comes down to packaging and the way that the American they're, version they're works out. They're, they're not the same. They're oh, okay. kid snacks. They're though. not They're kids. They're, They're kid extruded versions. tapioca things with vegetable dye that tastes like styrofoam packaging. Mm. And I'll tell, I'll tell you the truth. I remember visiting my sister when she had her first child and I sort of admonished her for having her child eat veggie straws. And I said, what, what are you doing? She's like, well, it's vegetables. <laughs> I said, these are not vegetables. <laughs> It's extremely yeah, not these vegetables. These are the furthest thing from vegetables. <laughs> uh, and, it's so and sinister. The Lord Buddha has sh sh shined karma on me because now I don't even care. Hugo eats them. I'm like, I tell myself they're vegetables. <laughs> oh, man. I know, right? You 100% do. I, that's exactly my experience of it. Before I had kids, I was like, this is some marketing garbage. And now I'm just like, oh, my kids ate four servings of vegetables today <laughs> because they ate four <laughs> packs of veggie straws. It's fine. I'm doing fine. I'm a great parent. I'm fine. Uh, but I just, I, you know, I was thinking, I love like seeing, I love seeing these drafts play out in real life. There's one thing if we're just sitting here strategizing and, and talking about the candies, but I love the idea of like a real bag of candy sitting right there where people have to pick, you know, one or the other. So I think that, you know, the, the, this, this most recent chain restaurant draft, I don't think is the end of the discussion. Cause we did that off the cuff. I think people are throwing a lot of more, more suggestions into the mix on discord and we've talked about sort of one-upping the ringers five-year-old 
best fast food item thing. So I think we're going to have to expand on this, this chain restaurant uh, exploration moving forward here and really come to a consensus on what the actual best and worst is in the country. Anyway, should we do some moifing? Well, before we actually get into some moifing, sounds like someone's planning a little birthday party, not for themselves. Oh, yeah. Do you mind if I, I supersede any moifs with a question of my own? I have an, I have an Ask Dave question. Yeah. And I think it's it's a simple question, but I think it's got it's got a lot of implications we got to talk about here because you sure you want to ask me? I really I mean I mean like I'm like a hitter that's in a slump, like in a really bad slump. No, no, no. I I, I you will have the correct answer to this. And I you actually know, was like I, I don't even trust me. It's like I got the yips. I don't think I can answer anything with not the yips. <laughs> I actually like I don't know why. I I there's there's I actually meant to text you about this just in private off off the podcast because I have I really was curious about your opinion of this, but your ear was bleeding and you were dying. <laughs> so like I did, I did legitimately hold off from bothering you. But my dad's turning 80 years old next weekend, and I have been sort of tasked with finding a place for us to have dinner. There are there will be nine of us, including a couple of little kids. It can happen in Los Angeles or it can happen in Orange County. And I am just trying to figure out the right place to go. Now, seems straightforward enough, right? But like, I would remind you a couple of things. My dad is an 80-year-old Chinese man who does not really go for not Chinese food. Uh, I have two little children attending this thing. And, you know, once again, we're we're... We're like a Chinese family. I don't. I don't want to subject uh, like a Western restaurant to <laughs> the kind of people, kind of diners we are. So, anything come to mind right off the bat? Broder in Orange County. Now, so, so now, are you talking about the more casual place or the chateau? The chateau. Ah, what? this is a fancy occasion. Wait, can you explain what this place is and then why there's a chateau? Well, the, the, first of all, the chateau is the, the furthest thing from a chateau. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. a, it's like in a, an, it, 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 when you pull into Brodeur, the chateau, it almost feels like that Western music, like with the cotton <laughs> rumbling through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because last time I was there, it, you walk through like the facade of a, felt like an abandoned shopping mall. You know what I mean, Chris? And then yeah. you walk through this entrance <laughs> into the chateau, which is like a house behind the facade of a shopping mall. Am I gaslighting <laughs> myself here? Because I think it's true. No, it's like you're walking into like, yeah, that's the thing though, is like so many of these kind of like banquet holly restaurants. So Brodart is is the place in Orange County that has is very famous for their their nem nuang like the their crunchy rolls their summer rolls mm-hmm. and they have a great i think a curry curry uh, not curry a crab dish mm-hmm. and the chateau is more of their i would say like upscale place very busy but this is busy. like this is this came up immediately so for us for my family i don't know how it's like for you guys if you're planning a family dinner like a celebratory very personal family dinner i'm not talking like outsiders like our first go to is some kind of seafood thing hmm Let's just do this. This is a fun game. If you were in Orange County, I would probably go to Boiling Crab or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or House of Prime Rib or Lowry's Steakhouse. That would be mm-hmm. like my go-to. If you were in Los Angeles, I would probably do Parks Barbecue. The reason why Korean barbecue is key here, under an hour. You're, you're in and out under an hour. <laughs> and why people sleep on Korean food for celebratory meals is it limits the drama. It is a, is a blitzkrieg of food that's being dropped. There's not enough time for any awkward moments of conversation or even any kind of communication whatsoever. This is an ideal setting for a family get together, in my opinion. So I, I, I would say any parks barbecue or any kind of Korean barbecue, because it's, you're you're going as the crow flies and it really limits any drama and everyone has a good time. The other beautiful thing about like a park situation and or like and or a Chinese seafood banquet hall thing. And, and I don't maybe I'm just like uh, being closed minded about this, but isn't it kind of a unique feature, the sort of like menu A, menu B or menu C and like you don't have to think about anything else. Like it comes with Kalbi, it yeah. comes with, you know, 
gochujang jjigae comes with whatever, right? Like, where you go to a Chinese restaurant, it's like, it's the crab, it's the rice, you pick this thing or this thing. Like, I love the set family style menu. Like, that's mm-hmm. amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, again, another LA choice would be Newport Seafood House would be good. Um, if you were in Houston, I would choose Crawfish and Noodles. Yeah. If you were in Markham, Ontario area, I'd choose Lobster Fishman Clubhouse Restaurant Boathouse. <laughs> the, the law firm known as Lobster Clubhouse. One of those words is in the real name. We're not sure which one it is. Um, and, and that would be it, right? Um, for me, that's what I would choose, knowing what you, you your dad might want. But the alternative would be, if you couldn't do the seafood house, a primary house. So... Look, I've, oh man, I have follow questions on all of these things. I'm so glad I'm doing this if on the you're show. In New York, let's just say if you're in New York, what would you do if you're in New York City? You can't do a traditional steakhouse, Mm-mm. right? Um, Why do you think you can't do a traditional steakhouse? You could do Luger's. Keens yeah. is too, too, no. Sparks, Keens, no. Would your family have enjoyed like an outing at Keens, you think? Or at, at Luger, sorry? No, my dad would have not. My dad probably would have liked Keens, I guess. I guess. I don't even know. My dad was a big fan of Morton's, like the older school mm-hmm. Morton's before, when they would rule the trolley out of beef, the trolley, the beef trolley out. In New York, I'd maybe do like Peking Duck House. Mm-hmm. Um, Peking Duck would a really good call if there was a good option near you. So that's what I would do. In New York, uh, that's the thing. You can't go to like... Uh, Balthazar or Minetta Tavern, because then your dad would just be like, this is, this didn't know, you know? There's zero chance that they would see the value in it, right? Like, just dads yeah. of mm-hmm. that generation do not see the value in a meal like that. Of course we do. But, like, I can't explain it to them. And I don't like, get an argument about like it. Pizza House, because that's just not going to be enough. So you can't do, like, Macaulay's or something like that. It's got to have something substantial, like a sucker. Maybe, I, I maybe do lose one time mm-hmm. in New York. Get the crab. Would be my choice for your dad. Get the crab, basically a king crab or Oriental Garden in New York City. If you were in South Beach, you know, again, I can't see your dad and be like, oh, yeah, this is what I wanted. I'm just trying to help out people in <laughs> with other country, dads right? around the country. I got yeah, you. Yeah. I got you. Do you agree? Do you guys both agree with the sort of initial assessment that, like, make your job a little easier by at least basing it around? It's got to be like a big prime rib thing or a big pl- that place that has like some centralized protein. Like, that's got to be. I think mm-hmm. the number one important thing overall that that supersedes this is speed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, buffet is okay. not off the table. Buffet is not off the table. Dad loves buffet a buffet. Buffet is off the table. <laughs> buffet is off the table with speed. When I, there can't be, it cannot be over 90 minutes. There is no way. And it, it can't be lingering and wasted time. And this has less to do about what I talked about with, the blitzkrieg of food. So you don't have to talk to people, but you know, your dad does not want to wait around, doesn't want to taste of in, doesn't want to even look at the wine list. Right. Like if he's going to wear a wine, it's give me a bottle of red type of place. Right. right? That's what I think. So right. it's got to be under 90 minutes in speed and you can't have long wait times between that. You know, it's choose two things. Like Fishman Lobster, Lobster Clubhouse would be the most perfect restaurant, I think, if you had to choose. Right. Because there's no choice. It's like you choose A, B, or C. And A, B, or C really is the size and quantity of the same food mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and lobster or crab. Yeah, it's always A, but oh, man, the A, B, or C menu choice is an amazing thing. And again, maybe it's not just Asian restaurants, maybe it's not just Chinese restaurants, but like I really love that. You know what? If you were in Miami, I'd say Joe Stone would be probably the choice. I think dads would be okay with Joe Stone. I think so, because it's based around something simple and all of the uh, like extraneous stuff other people can get into. But you've got one simple thing that you get right. into. I agree with that. And key lime pie. God damn. I miss pie month. Uh, <laughs> here are a couple so follow-ups. Well, so I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got follow-ups because a bunch of those came up. There's like a, a Newport Seafood knockoff in Newport Beach that's like an exact replica, but not associated. Oh, there's actually no new, no Newport Seafood restaurant in Newport Beach. There is a Newport Seafood. There's like a bunch of like not Asian <laughs> seafood restaurants in Newport Beach, but there is a Newport Seafood, I think, in in Santa Ana, I guess. But there's no Newport Seafood in, in Newport. It's true. So my wife says... 
just judging from and this is this might be like a a real cultural barrier we need to broach here but when my wife sees a picture of some of the exteriors like to your point about Brodard Chateau she's like we can't do that that's not celebratory enough well how how different is this than don't judge a book by its cut let's just be honest <laughs> it's literally the same thing same thing <laughs> <laughs> see I rest my case <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Here's the other, here's another follow-up. So you, you suggested Lowry's Five Crowns, you know, prime rib. Love it. Love Lowry's in, in Corona Del Mar. My dad's first restaurant, 1973. Really? Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Didn't I show you that menu? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. No, but like still the best way to, still like the, the best sort of celebratory place. God, I'm just going to keep throwing my wife under the bus here. She also says we've been there too many times and we've celebrated too many like birthdays oh, there. Now, do you think that that poses a problem? Actually, if you're my dad, do you think my dad would rather see something new or your no. respective parents? Like they don't give a shit about new, Absolutely right? Absolutely not. New is the enemy. <laughs> new yeah. is the enemy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The enemy. Right. So do you, when do you think that happens? And Dave, are you closer to new as the enemy now in your current form than you are to like, I want to go to a new place? I have turned into the curmudgeon of curmudgeons. <laughs> and I'm so sorry to my wife. We're, we have to go to a wedding in Europe uh, this summer. And one of my close friends is getting married. And I have already said, he's never even been to Italy before. And I want her to have the best time I really do. She's never been. I want her to have the best time in the world. And I mean that. I'm like, oh, but part of my exhaustion on trying to plan this trip is not only because it's our first trip away from our kids, and I don't even know how we're going to do this, mm-hmm. is I hate traveling the world. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe we could go to Modena, visit Massimo, but his thing's booked out. And I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, what do you do in Moderna other than eat? You know, it's like, there's literally nothing you can do in Moderna other than eat. There's and I'm like, nothing well, to do in Moderna nothing. except for eat. Yeah. Just eat extremely heavy food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we're not going to fit into our wedding clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just break this down. I know this is about your grandfather, but I think this is a good example about what the question just asked about. New being the enemy, and mm-hmm. if I'm already this at age 44, God, that's what I'm saying. Old, You're slipping you into new as the enemy, right? Like, and when you think about Italy, aren't you just kind of like, I don't want to go somewhere I'm not familiar with. I just want to go. I want to go to Modena because I know Massimo's there. I know where to go. Not only that, having traveled a lot, 
If you can't speak the language anywhere, it's not worth going to unless you have a friend <laughs> that's <know>. there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm just being very <laughs> honest. I can go anywhere. Oklahoma City, fucking amazing. If my friend lives there, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to go any fucking place in the world as long as there is an expert guide to be like, this is what we should fucking do. Right. But when you're just going, there's one point when you're a kid and you're 19 years old and you're, you're railing around. That's one thing when you're staying in hostels and you're just like, I got to find some marijuana for the fucking week. You know, it's like fine. <laughs> but when you're going as a with a couple and what are you going to do? Lonely Planet? Get a fucking book? <laughs> yeah. And then I know. the same fucking. Once you see one, this one cathedral, you oh, see no. them Okay. Oh the, the, the style might look a little different in Spain versus Italy versus France, but once you get to the Duomo, they just call them different things. That's the Duomo. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I feel so bad for Grace now. <laughs> there goes our major you know, Duomo collab that we were planning. And then you're thinking about like how different is the food? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you monster, you monster. I mean, Part of it is the what you said though, is because you know too much now. Because ignorance is bliss in some ways when you're traveling, right? Like if you hadn't experienced Italy the real way and like been there with friends who speak Italian, then maybe you'd be fine. Maybe you'd be like, maybe this is the best. Maybe the cafe at the Duomo is the best <laughs> Italian food, you know? Yeah. But Which you is know why I, I want I want it to be an amazing trip, but I, I think I've set my standards a little too high. Because yeah. just for example, guys. If we were going to Florence, what would you guys be doing? I don't know anything about Florence. I'd be, I'd be gelato, reading. You mm-hmm. don't know anything. And, and going to the museum, what would you do? Other than do the exact same things that everyone else is doing. That's it. I mean, I would I would do what you said, which is ask if there's any people I know there are friends. And then if they if I didn't, I'd be like, let's go back to Modena. <laughs> right? Yep. Like Rome, Rome, I mean... So part part of it is is like how do we set it up to maximize the limited amount of time that we're there. So if you're talking about new, I wish I could just turn it off. I mean, this is all amazing. I'm trying to, but I am the enemy of of everything. It seems. <laughs> so I can imagine your your dad who's turning eighty. No, I'm like he doesn't need to see he doesn't need to see a slightly nicer exterior of a restaurant somewhere. In yeah, I'm telling you, I'm at a point where I see La, La Sagrada Familia and I look at the Duomo in Milan, I'm like, same. <laughs> He's got so a picture where spot the differences. He's like, ah, they're exactly the same. I don't see anything different. These are the they exact same. 400 years to make. Uh-huh. <laughs> How many Virgin Marys do I need to see? Uh, all right. I had a couple, I had a, one or two more quick follow-ups on this because I'm just like, these are all real things I'm dealing with. So for a second, we were thinking about going to Peking Duck is amazing. Uh, is is like an amazing suggestion too. There's a couple so, places. Yeah, you should not deviate at all. Yeah. Do not deviate. Your habit. I mean, your, your father has lived in Republican country for 40 plus years. You, he's not really going anywhere. <laughs> so I should get that. Okay. So no, I'll cancel that Vespertine uh, reservation then. Uh, so, <laughs> So, I mean, you're just seeing Grace. And you're like, I, I know. You know. Everyone's like, poor Grace. I, I agree. <laughs> you're like, I know. I know. Poor Grace. I agree. Uh, so, <laughs> here's the thing. I both love and hate trying to make a reservation at one of these places. Like, Newport Seafood has not picked up their phone in two weeks. Neither location has picked up their phone. About no trying idea. to make a reservation in another country. Yeah. <laughs> And then aye, expecting aye, aye. it to be there when you get there. That's, that's impossible. It's, it's basically the same thing, though. So what I love about a reservation at like a, a Newport Seafood is like I can call them up. If I were to call, you know, five crowns, I'd be like, can I make a reservation for nine on uh, April 8th at 7 p.m.? They say, OK, you know, what's your name, your email address? What is this a special occasion? Are there any dietary requests? You know, do you want to see inside, outside? All of these questions. And then I would I would leave that phone call feeling like pretty certain that I had a reservation <laughs> at, at Five Crowns. But if I call a place like Newport Seafood and I say, like, can I make a reservation for nine people? They say, okay. 
phone but the thing about it that i love is like i have no certainty that there's a reservation but there is like i will show up at that restaurant and i'll be like i called three weeks ago you didn't ask for my name or anything and they're like yeah yeah yeah. nine people right your table's ready (laughs) like that's that's like the beauty of a place like this if you can get them on the phone Mm. which is a challenge this this is so tough just operating life is so tough. Operating life is so tough. I'm serious. Though. It's so tough. I'm I, I, thinking about it. I don't even understand why people even visit New York City. <laughs> it's impossible. It's a logistical why impossibility. Why a city that's impenetrable? <laughs> right? Imagine all the people that go there and be like, whoa, Times Square. Let's go to the Met. Let's go to, that. Let's go to Statue of Liberty. Don't Let's you envy the them? Museum. Like, no, I don't envy them. I'm a suckers. <laughs> I envy the people who hit the lonely planet spots though and just feel so happy about it. Stop. No. Think about it. If I had to know what I knew about New York City, I mean, come on. That's that's what you want. You want to go to New York City with me as yeah. your tour guide. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want in every city. Yeah. So which is why your dad, I'm I know this is a long-winded way, way of me getting to your dad. I think your wife is completely wrong. <laughs> on not just the facade, judging a book by its cover, but your father's a creature of habit. And I think yep. you should reward that by giving him more of the same thing. That's right. If he's made it to 80, just give him what's made him get this far. No. Yeah. Why, did, why would you give Vespertine as a good idea? He might have gone. <laughs> oh, not, God. Not because of the food. Vespertine's a great restaurant, but the shock. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, am I on a spaceship? You're telling me I have to oh. eat the plate? That's the dish? <laughs> Can you even God. imagine? I can't imagine taking my dad. I, I mean, like, I love these restaurants. And for anybody that's thinking otherwise, I am a. I think it's an extremely important restaurant. I'm just saying, I'm trying to imagine my dad eating Vespertine or LB or Alinea or any modern restaurant. And I think they'd ask me, where are we eating after this? <laughs> <laughs> or they'd just be like, did we just have dinner? <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> so no, I, I disagree. I think you should do Chateau Bernard or something like that, or some kind of seafood house. And it can't; it doesn't have to be Asian. As long as it's fresh and as long as it's delicious, that's all that matters. Because at the end of the day, Chris, it's less about the food and more about being present with your loved ones and celebrating the now. Isn't that right? Wow. See how jaded I am? I'm not jaded at all. <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, so beautiful. My, I'm just jaded because I expect everyone else to be present like I am. <laughs> oh, oh, Good well. God. Well, Good speaking God. of present, Ying was actually asking about what to do in a reservation situation. And then you turn this all around into New York talk. So just going back to it, though, what does happen if you can't get a reservation over at Rodard? I don't know what to do. I don't know. I, I actually Do was trying to get a Newport. Up? Or Can you're you show go to... up with a party of... Oh, by the way, the one thing that mitigates it, let me just again say this, because Dave, you were right, life is impossible, but Noel, you're, you're, you're asking a good question. The one thing that makes it slightly easier is that when you have two children of my children's age, dinner is at 4.45 or 5 mm. o'clock. It's not, I'm not asking for a that table during, in your favor. during no, 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 It does not. Because let me tell you what I did this Sunday. I decided, why don't we go out for dinner? Mm-hmm. in an early place that's open and i was shocked to find that not <laughs> total coincidence but not newport seafood <laughs> and we had newport seafood in san marino or the san gabriel valley and we got there at 4 45 did you call ahead Sunday. did you do anything like that no that's uh-huh. reservations or maybe they do they <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't that's make a reservation so i showed I up you. and i it was jam-packed oh fuck <laughs> oh no jam-packed and um, yeah, I was I was saddened by that. Did you did you end up eating? Or did you end up getting in? Didn't give us any pull, even though we did. Are they delicious there? My favorite kind of restaurants. They don't give Nothing. a fuck. Nothing. Did you end? Did Nothing. you actually get in or no? Well, yeah, we waited fifteen minutes at four forty-five. Oh my god. Okay. Which is fine, but imagine this fifteen minutes with a little kid is no, it's is, a nightmare. Is, is hell. So I don't know what you do, which is why I think you maybe. Um, here, here are some options, Chris. You have enough time. What day is it? Your, your dad's birthday? It's a week from this Saturday. You could merge what your wife is asking for with also the old. And you can make a 
a synthesis of these things and show your love and your ability to be present for both the new and the old by cooking at home. No, you can get it. a crab, you can get a king crab, you can get some shrimp, you can make all of these things at home, and you can make pizza as well. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> this Gracious. is how I show I don't love my family. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. I, I think at this point, you might want to just make it yourself because here's the thing a seafood roast boil type of thing is actually pretty easy to do. The thing that you've, the, the, the nugget of truth that you've really gotten to here is that dad doesn't actually want to go out to eat. <laughs> he doesn't want to go to dinner. He doesn't no. want to go to a restaurant. He just doesn't. Yeah. I think just if doesn't. you have some crabs and some shrimp and some Momofuku chili crunch <laughs> on the table with some rice... He would, be, he would be very he would be very happy about that. No, I'm serious. Like if you just had some seafood and you cooked it outside and you put it on a table, like who, who's not gonna like that? It's true. No, you're right. You're totally right. You're not gonna do that, are you? You're not gonna I'm, do no, that. I, are see, you? I'm you know what I was actually my no, head well, actually started thinking. About? What are your thoughts about my 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 uh, my answer there? Do it at home. Um, I'm not thoroughly against it. I think that it's all parent to parent. That's, that's really just what it boils down to. Some like going out, some don't. See you, like you were saying that your mom does like going out. Oh, my, my mom and my grandparents definitely do. Like my grandparents for their 80th, like wanted to go out, but I feel like other family members would stay in. It just depends. I am giving your suggestion thought, Dave. My head immediately went to the Dory Fleet Fish Market in Newport Beach, speaking of Newport Seafood, where like hundreds of Asian people line up on Saturday mornings at like four in the morning to pick up uh, sea urchins and, and spot prawns and spider crabs and rock crabs and black cod and stuff like that. So I was very much giving a consideration and deciding whether or not I could get up at four in the morning to stand with all the other Asian people. I might do you it. Clearly, don't love your father enough. You're not willing to do that. <laughs> He's just not going to care. I could just go to Costco. It's the same fucking thing to him. <laughs> he doesn't care oh. where the fish came from. The other thing I want to share on the when when on this week's newsletter, the other person I asked about this when I was afraid to bother Dave is I asked our old friend you know Lee, who's a Orange County guy, for his suggestions, and he sent me some pretty uh, amazing looking places. Another so also Orange those County right. Republican. I did another not Orange County Republican <laughs> from one Republican to another. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll keep you guys updated on what actually happens. I think you're I think you're 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 right here. I don't know. Oh, or, oh you know right what? With Chris, what? We should do a pizza party. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a thought. Okay. My pizza. I would not subject anybody to that, but I did have this thought, Dave. And tell me. If you will abide this argument for homemade pizza, because you're somebody who likes your pizza by the slice in New York, hot out of the oven. You want them to heat it up. I went to a pizza restaurant for like one of the first times in the last two years and had pizza hot out of the oven. And I will say it was a different experience than a delivered pizza and gave me some glimpse into a reason why cooking pizza at home might be worthwhile. What just hot pizza. Out of your mouth? Just hot pizza what? out of the oven. Don't you think it's better? There's some places where you can go to get pizza and it's more delicious right there. Just like some sushi, like maki rolls. Who gives a shit if it was made an hour ago? And it's, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. And that's a lot of delivered pizza. It doesn't matter, right? Plus, pizza delivery technology is delicious. I mean, good because it keeps it really hot. So it doesn't matter, that kind of pizza. But I'm not getting Neapolitan pizza door. That's the kind of pie you would go to eat in person. You're also That's not also getting pizza from my house. Somebody was making it at home. I'm not coming to your house. I'm giving you an excuse. <laughs> you go sick. You go, you know, something. <laughs> and you definitely wouldn't order my pizza for delivery either. <laughs> All right. Well, that then fine. The 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 quest for a reason to make pizza at home continues. Before we uh, move on to some some other podcast-related news, do you guys want to talk through any... Um, we haven't done this question for a while, Noelle. Do you have a best thing you ate this week? Oh, I went to Heidi Lau for the very first time, which is the hot pot chain. 
Um, I went to the one at Century City. And talk about a celebratory place. I feel like that entire restaurant was filled with birthday dinners. But I guess I should start by saying I didn't really grow up eating hot pot that much. So I've only like more recently discovered hot pot and hot pot restaurants. And I thought that Heidi Lau was pretty good. I like, I'll be honest, I feel like the bar for hot pot places is fairly even keeled for me just because it all tastes like the broth at the end of the day. That's probably an overstatement, but here I go. But what an entertaining place. You have the guy who's dancing to pull the noodles. There's uh, another character dance in between. They asked me if I wanted iced room temp or warm water to drink. Uh, And there were snacks while I waited too. So honestly, the answer is the entire Heidi Lau experience is the best thing that I ate this week. How about you guys? I love Heidi Lau. It's so good. And, and, and I don't understand how there's so many locations. I don't understand how it's valued at like, it's like the quarter market cap of Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it is an extremely valuable, successful franchise. Mm-hmm. They thought of everything. Um, they gave us lens wipes, phone or little plastic baggies for our phones in case they get steamed up while we take our content, I guess. Um <laughs> Hair ties, uh, aprons. In the bathroom, there were toothbrushes and mouthwash. I loved it. I loved it all. Can't wait to go back. Hot pot in general. Hot pot house is fantastic. I love them. That's also a good option for you, Chris. Mm -hmm. Dad doesn't eat spicy, but he loves hot pot. A non-spicy hot pot, though. Here's a here's a question. This is not the best thing. I maybe I'm wrong about judging a book by its cover. (laughs) (laughs) Here's uh, a. Here's 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 a not not necessarily the best thing I ate. It was fine, but I went to semi-related. I went to Feng Mao, the sort of Korean Chinese barbecue lamb uh, restaurant in L.A. There's a couple of them, mm-hmm. and uh, I had never been. And you know, it's it's they've got like a little a little gas grill in front of you with some little cubes of charcoal, and then they bring out your raw skewers and then just let you have it. You know, it's, it's a little bit of a Korean barbecue vibe. It's a little bit of a hot pot. It's, it's a cook your own situation where I usually feel pretty comfortable. I feel comfortable that like, I'm not going to blow it like cooking my own food. Uh, but I definitely did not know what I was doing <laughs> in this situation. And I had the, uh, server come and just like take the skewers out of my hands and just like show me how it was done. You know, she like hits them against the the grill to like get some fat to drip down to like get some flames going and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, she was, she basically took over for me. So I guess it was fine. It was good. But like my real question is like, are there people in your lives that you would specifically not go to a sort of cook your own food restaurant with because you think it would, there would be a ceiling on their experience because they wouldn't do it right? Mm. Or do you have no fear of that? No. And are you ever, I'm sure Dave is not, are you, Noel, ever allowing somebody else at the table to, to alpha and just cook all the food? Oh, yeah. I think I just want the confidence of knowing that someone will take over. And even if there's that one person who's kind of, you know, isn't good at it, doesn't really matter as long as you know that someone will do it. So I don't okay. know. In some ways, I actually feel like that person weirdly enjoys the experience the most, you know? Dave, have you ever had a server take control out of your hands or seated cooking control to somebody else at one of these places? I would never let trust anybody. Uh, <laughs> that I, uh, <laughs> unless they are also mm-hmm. a professional that's the only time. What is interesting is when you have a bunch of chefs and that happens. Uh-huh. Oh, very interesting. So, <laughs> I'm know, sure no egos like come out whatsoever. <laughs> it's the hateful hate. <laughs> but for the most part, having a server cook your food, oftentimes in Asia, and to do it expertly, whether it's peaking duck and making it all for you, and to see that performance, it's not just the performance, but the the aptitude, the technique to be able to do it in a way that you could never do. I love that. I mean, yeah. table side service or even cooking for it. That's, that's what I look for. I love that shit. Yes. Anytime amazing. I don't have to cook. I love it. So no, I think you're wrong. I would only time I would be like, is when somebody 
Uh, like that Larry David Kirby enthusiasm episode where, you know, the middle party at a six person table in terms of conversation, you, you have to have someone that's versatile that can almost be a point forward, do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You can't have, you, you need the exact same sort of skill set for someone that's going to be in the middle cooking right. for everybody as well. You, you have to put your anchor right there. Because here's the important thing too. Not only can do they need to be able to cook, they need to be able to converse. They need to be able to like air traffic control and look at everybody's plate, what's happening. They also need to keep in mind, oh, this person likes it a little bit more well done. This person doesn't, right? And also if you have a little kid, you have to know to pull one on the side to let it cool down on the plate. It's a lot of work to be able to do to be able to be a middle cooking person mm-hmm. at a tabletop place. So it's not something you can just sign up to do. You got to earn that shit. And the point guard part of it is totally app, right? Because you've also got to be like, I got to be dishing this out to everybody. I got to spread the ball around here because there's lots of people who take that middle position. And then you're like, why is all the pork belly just on this side? I can't fucking reach that. Are you gonna put some of that and over it's here? It's not just Korean barbecue. There's a lot of different places I think that you would need to do that. Um, I'm, th- I'm just thinking of a place I was in Istanbul where you can cook it yourself, but you don't want to. At, at Feng Mao, you do cook it yourself. And the middle person is a very important role as well. So no, I, I you know, here's an, another uh, hidden talent in being a, a strong middle cooking person. <laughs> the ability to make eye contact with a server, to know mm-hmm. when to re-up, to order. You're basically the conductor. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not an easy job. And I see people fail at this all the time when you go to a cook your own restaurant. Never happens on my watch ever. <laughs> you got to like watch. doing it a lot because the truth is the person who probably eats the worst at the table at that meal is the, is the middle cook person because they're so busy mm-hmm. doing stuff. You know what I mean? And they just kind of eat the scraps. And I'm so busy doling out the best pieces to the people that deserve it. <laughs> I've never gotten a chicken oyster while eating with Dave. <laughs> never come my way. Uh, all right. Well, um, that that's that. I'm mean, gonna like I said, I'll report back on where we do end up. But uh, I wanted to cover a little bit of recipe club related news while we've got people's attention here. Oh, uh, the first episode of Recipe Club will air tomorrow. The day after this podcast comes out, we wow. did a, a very special draft episode. We had Priya Krishna, Rachel Kong, Brian Ford, and John DeBerry join us for an ingredient draft. They picked all of their ingredients for this season. And this year, unlike last year, we are asking listeners to submit their recipes. And we just thought about this earlier today. We haven't even told Dave yet. We are going to give some kind of prize out to the listener who submits the best recipe of the season. I don't know what this prize is going to be, but Noel, it'll be good, right? You're downplaying the prize. It's going to be a grand prize. I'm oh, sorry, grand prize. <laughs> <laughs> it's not simply a prize, Chris Ying. Yeah, it's a it grand is absolutely prize. a grand prize to a lucky winner. Yeah, and it will have things. Grand and or things. Grand things <laughs> or experiences. Yeah. Or promissory notes of some nature. So... The you'll way it's going to work, this. you'll want it. We'll make something great. But you're going to send in your recipes. Right now, we've already cooked. We're, we're deep in production. We've already made a, uh, a breakfast sausage recipe from Michael. We've made Shahar's uh, pilaf recipe. You know, we've, we've already cooked a few of these. But we're right now, we're looking for recipes for canned beans, broccoli, uh, quesadillas, oxtails, and plant-based meat. These are the next things we're going to tackle. And again, a grand prize to the person who submits the best recipe. Not only a grand prize, if you submit recipes that are under 15 minutes, <laughs> I will personally come to your home, wherever you live, and cook a dinner for 25 people. Oh my goodness. That's gracious. As soon as possible. And I'll try to bring all of my friends. Right. There's an even grander prize for the people, the person who submits the worst recipe of the year. <laughs> the best <laughs> recipe doesn't always have to be the most delicious. Because you know what? That's how we've gotten in a mess in this world. Everything has to be the best. I'm simply saying the most time efficient <laughs> and the most simple, right? Simplicity is hard. This is the Zen koan. It doesn't have to be, you know, a 6,000 page novel. It could be Ernest Hemingway. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. <laughs> 
it's just let's just send a sonnet in. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, Dave just offered to cook a private dinner for someone who sends a 15-minute recipe, and I feel like we're going to get a lot of these. But send your recipes into the fixer at majordomomedia.com. The winner, which we've we've been trying, you know, we recorded a few episodes and we we missed the competitive juices of having three recipes. The winner is going to be again decided by you. So we're, we're going to post all our recipes. We're going to send them out of the newsletter. Put Why them on our Discord. Competing? Why are we even competing, Chris? We're going to <laughs> because as soon as we got on the recordings, you were like, "How do I win this? Who's winning this?" We're competing. <laughs> you don't because you can't operate without being driven by the ambition of winning or making other people lose. That's really what drives you, I think. That, you know what? Hmm. Uh, this makes me happy now. Just the thought of making people lose. <laughs> I, I can now see some light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> now I see the reason oh. to do Recipe Club. Uh, and then lastly, sign up for our YouTube channel, Major Domo Media's YouTube channel, because this season, all of those uh, uh, episodes will have accompanying videos. We're probably going to start throwing up a bunch of videos from this old Dave Chang show as well. So now is the time to subscribe, get in there early. I don't know why. No grand prize. Just do it. And if you're wondering, I think that we can leave the tiniest trail of breadcrumbs that... <laughs> what are you about to say? What are you saying? Things are in flux. There are things in the works. Uh-huh. That will completely overhaul everything that we're doing. Just get the bleep, get the, the bleeping button ready for one of this. Yeah, there are things. That's in the all world. I'm saying. That's all okay. I'm saying. Things in flux makes it sound so scary, though. Flux seems negative. Scary is putting Chris's dad in a tasting menu restaurant. <laughs> it's nothing scary okay. about this. That is unpredictable. This is actually True. all positive. We're getting to a real definitive. Thing. It's going to be fun. The, the next year will hopefully be There's fun. There's a reason why Chris Yang is moving to Los Angeles. It's true, guys. Mainly because he realizes he doesn't want to live in Boston anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming for LA. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of foreshadowing. We got fun stuff happening. Like I said, Recipe Hub starting tomorrow. I'll let you know what happens with the dad's and I, and, and, and I don't need to win here, but it would be nice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> We still haven't figured a way for it doesn't, even have to be, it doesn't even have to be me. Just to all the listeners out there, it's okay if it's not me. Clearly, it just has to be Chris or myself. We put so much work in the wrestling club, only to come in dead last. <laughs> don't don't do that to us. Yeah, we're gonna concoct. Well, just give one of us a shot. It doesn't have to be. I'm. I would be so excited if Christian gets on the life raft, and I don't. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> One of us has to make it. <laughs> oh my God. It's true. Uh, yeah. Tune in tomorrow. It's a fun one. Oh, and what 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 are we when are we on the next podcast? So get people to think about the, the best fast food chain, best chain restaurant. So well. yeah, so join so jump in the conversation on the Discord where we're we're gonna be debating this actual chain restaurant thing. We wanna we're gonna build a bracket system out of this to rival the ringer's legendary. <laughs> best fast food item bracket uh and we're gonna arrive at a definitive list with your help because like i said last time we were just going off the cuff and coming up with our favorite chain restaurants but we want to really dive uh, deep into this um give us five stars i gotta take some painkillers my back is killing me. <laughs> <laughs>